Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Herb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcome, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Herb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, David Ross and Benching Schwarber, and Ask Me Questions if I was confusing. David Ross benched Kyle Schwarber shortly after turning a fly ball into a triple. In Stratomatic Baseball, which is based on how games actually develop and how games turn out, This sort of play happens somewhat routinely. A pitcher card determines that there will be a tough chance to a specific defensive position. In this case, a fly ball X to left field. Based on the level that you're playing at, the defensive ability, the defensive ranking, of the player and a 20-sided dice roll. The play plays out before you. Sometimes it ends up being a base hit. Sometimes it ends up being an out. Sometimes it ends up being a double play. And it's based on, again, one dice roll or, in some instances, One dice roll along with three other dice being rolled. Sometimes the player makes the catch. Sometimes it turns into a base hit. And sometimes the the fielder drops the ball. There's an error. That Kyle Schwarber turns a fly ball into a triple. Isn't that surprising? He is who he is defensively, and we should probably know that by now. Last night, there was a defensive tough challenge in the eighth inning, and Billy Hamilton was in center field, which was where the tough chance was directed. And Billy Hamilton made a very nice catch. Ideally, you want to have better defensive players on your field more often than not. Alas, that doesn't necessarily happen at every position. The manager of the team is responsible in some fashion for keeping the players motivated to play their best. Ideally, you'd like them to do that all on their own without needing any coaxing. Over a season, sometimes that can be rather difficult to do because I don't know if you've ever had a job or not, but sometimes for one reason or another, your job becomes difficult for whatever reason. And you, even you, or me, even me, end up being non-motivated. Why is that? 
because that's how life is. That's how people are. Sometimes things just don't work out. Should Ross have benched Kyle Schwarber? People have quite taken to assessing should Ross have done this or that or the other thing. Did he bench the wrong player? Did he bench not enough players? Etc., etc., etc. It's tough deciding what's that thing that you're going to not permit when you're dealing with people. Because I know that when I was in a work environment, I currently am not. I currently am not really looking for a work environment because I had a hard time getting along with people. Maybe it was me, maybe it was them, maybe it's a little bit of both. But there were things that people did that drove me insane, and I did things that drove other people insane. There you go. Now I'm not working. Now I'm at my house, and I've never been happier. But if you're going to be in a work environment, someone has to decide what's going to be acceptable and what's going to be not acceptable. And it's rather tough to do that because at some point, some, someone is going to rub someone the wrong way. And interpersonal relationships, I don't know if you've gathered this before or not in your life, but interpersonal relationships can be tough. That other person, they're not working very hard. That other person... When you're dealing with people, it's hard to do. Um, another thing to keep in mind about benching players or resting players or setting a lineup, or, it's not necessarily always about sending out the best nine guys. A lot of people want, oh, just send out the same nine guys every day. Use the, use the same lineup every day. As of now, teams have 28 players on their roster. 28. One of the goals is to use them regularly enough so that when somebody actually does play, they're ready. And not necessarily ready to succeed from a he-will-get-a-hit-every-time perspective. That's unrealistic. You want them to have the proper mental approach, the proper level of confidence, the proper level of preparedness. And... If you're not getting the proper results from the players, there's a problem. Except you don't know what the problem is. When you have a team, uh, let's use the Pirates. They're just not a very good team. They just aren't. Is that the manager's fault? Is it the player's fault? 
Is it the general manager's fault? Is it the owner's fault? It's easy to get rid of the players. Is it the player's fault, though? I don't know. When you take a deeper dive into roster mathematics, it's probably good to have a regular rotation that keeps as many of the players possible ready for play as can happen. I I think the next couple days, Cameron Mabin should get to play a bit. Mabin is a veteran, Major League veteran, and he is a short-term piece. I doubt he'll be back next year. And if he is back next year, it won't be from being a continuous Cub. He would probably be let go in free agency and then potentially brought back. But I doubt there's any case of the Cubs saying the Cubs won't get to tender him a contract. So it would it would be a later thing, uh, off-season sort of a thing. Um, but Mabin is experienced, and letting him play a game or two down the stretch would relieve some of the pressure on some of the other players. Mabin, incidentally, was the person who came in to replace Schwarber. And whether you buy my timeline or not, and sometimes I'm not sure if I buy my timeline, but there have been a number of people saying that Cameron Mabin has been exactly what the Cubs have needed so far. Cool. It's very useful to find players who are supportive as opposed to divisive. And the Cubs have prioritized bringing in players who are supportive rather than divisive through the years. The Schwarber benching we aren't going to know all the information. We shouldn't know all the information. Just like if there is a disagreement at a place of business somewhere in the middle of the country, we shouldn't know why the fry cook at McDonald's was fired. It's not ours to know just isn't. As much as we might think we are entitled to know everything going on in the front office, in the Cubs decision-making process, we're not. We shouldn't be. There are a lot of things that ought to be kept behind closed doors, sort of a need-to-know basis kind of a thing. We don't need to know. It's not all that important. We're just going to get bent out of shape when players don't do what we want them to do. And when the fly ball to the right fielder turns into a triple, instead of possibly a an out or a single, a lot of times it'll be on a one. When you roll the 20-sided die, if you roll a one, a lot of times that's going to be the one that turns into a triple. That's what happened. And David Ross decided, I'm going to send in Cameron Mabin. For whatever reason, 
the next day, Kyle Schwarber knocked two doubles, and all was good with the world. Did the benching lead to the doubles? I don't know. A lot of people have told me what is and what is not the last couple days. I'm perfectly willing to say, I don't know. A lot of times with baseball, it's the it's the roll of a die. You take the three-sided, you roll it. Two, nine. What does two, nine say? Two, nine says. And then that's what your result is. I really think that's a whole lot closer to what baseball is instead of people getting pissed off. If you have a better team, you're probably going to win. If you have a lousy team, you're probably going to lose. And the Cubs have been held together this year with a fairly mediocre team to a rather good seasonal record. Now, part of it, people could say, is but they're playing a lousy division. And this year, that might be accurate. But Cincinnati and Pittsburgh and the Cardinals, they've also been facing a lousy division. The Cubs have done better against the competition that they've been playing than the other four teams in their division. David Ross has done a good job with that. Sometimes we like to overthink things. I know I like to overthink things. And sometimes, after a while of thinking things over, thinking, is there something that I realize, you know what, I don't have enough information yet. And I try to go on to something else. Last night I was watching a college game with Sam Houston State. They have a center fielder that I'll be talking about a bit in the offseason. The things that are useful to talk about, in my opinion, are the things where I don't yet have enough information. If I had more information... I would better be able to answer the question. There are some questions that no matter how much information you receive, you can have every single bit of information, but you're still not going to have anything more than a guess. Those, maybe you dial the, dial the, Intensity of study back on that. Because if you're... If you're trying to outthink something that can't be outthought... For instance, who's going to win the game Tuesday night? You can do some thought. You can do some assessment. You can try to figure out assessments. Or you can try to figure out what approach might work. But in the final analysis, one day of a baseball game, anything can happen. And Las Vegas has been built on people being bad at wagering. Or the house setting up rules 
so that people will generally end up losing. Or losing often enough over the long haul for it to generally be a bad idea. I'd much rather spend time on I'm not familiar enough with this player who I've never heard of. J.T. Brubacher, the Pirates pitcher last night. I was kind of laughing at him the first two times I saw him as a starter because J.T. Brubaker was starting against the Brewers. How many brews can a Brubaker brew if a Brubaker could Brubaker or something like that? I'm starting to consider J.T. Brubaker, after a number of outings, a very ordinary Major League starting pitcher. Now, that might sound like I'm being really mean to him, but no, I... He's played against, he's pitched against a number of teams and he's done fairly well against some of them and he's done so being represented with a rather horrible team, the Pirates. Brubaker's done his job. I, uh, I don't really have a whole lot of problem with him. He seems to be not the problem with the Brewers, or with the Pirates. They're not necessarily going to win his starts, but it's not. Brubaker pitched fairly well against the Cubs. Brubaker's problem was his offense scored nothing, and once he left, his bullpen, his be, the uh, non-leverage guys in his bullpen, were kind of shaky. That, that's why Brubaker lost, not because people haven't heard of Brubaker. He's probably going to be around if he stays healthy. And gathering information, hmm, JT Brubaker's pitching. Now I'm to the point where he is a completely average major league pitcher. Which is a compliment. I don't see anything horribly wrong with him. You know, he has fairly decent velocity. He doesn't walk too many players, doesn't give up too many home runs. He's a decent pitcher. And a whole bunch, well, it seems like a number of people are, I've never heard of him, so he sucks. Focus the energy that you have, your research time. Focus it more on learning more about different players instead of the lineup thing or maximizing this or that. Uh, I know somebody yesterday was doing a whole bunch of maximizing studies on the Cubs. What would be the best Cubs lineup if, etc., etc., etc. And they had Chris Bryant down at 8th or ninth, which, okay, fine, whatever. But the reality is the numbers make sense only as long as the numbers apply. As soon as a player goes on a hot streak... Those numbers go out the window. They no longer matter. Who Kyle Schwarber's numbers said he was four or five days ago? Are they going to indicate he's exactly the same player he is in five or six days? Maybe. For Tuesday, David Ross wants to have his team healthy and prepared. 
That's it. That's all. Healthy and prepared. Hopefully, they will be healthy and prepared and having the second or third seed. Really, that's all you can ask. Then it will be a question of, depending upon which of the apparently nine teams they might be looking at, who is best prepared to be in that spot. I don't know. All of a sudden, the Braves have started to lose a couple of games, and Cincinnati's gotten hot. I don't know. We'll have to see. But if the Cubs take care of their business and keep resting their players and remember that if a player gets hot, he'll make a whole lot more sense down the stretch than if he doesn't, the numbers will be different. And the lineup David Ross goes with, whether he benches anyone else or not, will be different. Managing people is different. Getting hits in a baseball game is... Managing people is difficult. Getting hits in a baseball game is difficult. Possibly even as difficult as a pithy tweet. Possibly. I know it's hard to believe, but it's sometimes harder to hit 95 on the black than it is to make a pithy tweet. It's it's hard to believe. I know. I know. David Ross is doing a very good job for his first season as a manager. I was a bit hesitant because he had not gone through the managing in the minor leagues thing, but he seems to have come through and figured out most of the basics rather well. And no, I'm not going to blame him for the hitters not hitting. I'm not going to blame the hitting coach for the hitters not hitting. Hitting is difficult. Schwarber made a... Or Ross made a difficult decision to bench Schwarber. So far, it looks like it's worked out. As, frankly, most of Ross's decisions have. Will that continue on into the future? He's so far given signs that he might be fairly good at this managing thing. And if he's going to do that, he's going to have to make some tough decisions at some points along the line. He's done a fairly good job of it so far. Benching Schwarber, if that helped lead to two doubles against the Pittsburgh Pirates in a Rather sleepy game otherwise. Cool. May he find ways to motivate a couple more players somehow. And no, I'm not going to hold him again hold it against Ross if the players don't start to hit. Sometimes it's on the players. Sometimes the manager decides now is the time to send a mild bit of shock value to the team and say, you're out of the game. I'm going to play someone else. You want to play that card sparingly, but if you do it properly with the right person, sometimes the results are rather positive. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon. 
as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe, go Cubs, go, and be nice to people.